Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Episode 40, Luke Miller. Episode 40. Hello, pal. No, you said hello to episode 40. You said hello to me. Everyone. Oh, you it's said a ca- hello to a the casual people. greeting. Oh, no. How you doing, guys? Nuts. I'm all right. Everyone at home, how you doing? How you doing, Pete? You jumped I'm the gun right. there. Sorry. I'm yeah. very tired today. I don't know what's going on. Um, drinking I, heavily? No, I drank on Friday, didn't drink on Saturday, and I think that's what's messed me, up, messed me up, to be quite frank. My body's going, what the flip? I did some feng shui on my kitchen. Well, so you're saying... If you drink on Friday or the weekend, it still affects you on a Thursday. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we're not recording on a Thursday. Stop <laughs> trying to pretend we are. Anything could have happened. It's it could true. have been a nuclear war. You know, no, we're not. Why is he not referencing the nuclear war? If there because is, because we try to cheer you up. That's why, dickhead. If there is a nuclear war, though, make sure you still get me that edited audio so I can schedule it in, <laughs> so people can listen to it post-apocalypse. Yeah, let's hope the aircast servers are not hit by the nuclear war. Yeah, they'll be they'll be in Svalbard, won't it, or something like that. <laughs> Svalbard is yeah. that in Iceland? Yeah, no, Svalbard's that big um, island up in the Arctic where they have all the seed. Um, in the seed, the seed banks. Yeah, the seed banks. Have you heard seed about banks. That? Uh, yeah, I think you spoke about it on this very show. Yeah, you're running out of seed bank chat, mate. Yeah, it's not. It's not very prevalent. My seed bank chat, but a lot, um, a lot of uh, a lot of the servers are found. I always uh, talk about it. Uh, the wastefulness of um, having an office where we send all of our files to Iceland to the yeah. WeTransfer servers, where I presume all of Amazon servers are, because you get free cheap electricity uh, and cheap. Uh, Is WeTransfer owned by Amazon? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, and then downloading it again. Right. It's like when I used to watch Arsenal play football uh, on the televisions on the Holloway Road illegal hockey streams back in the day. Um, so you were from, right next to the ground. So I was right next to the yeah. ground. So you could hear the crowd. You could hear the crowd like shouting for something before you saw the thing. Cause it was being beamed to Turkey and then back again. Yeah. Incredible, huh? That is... We, technology. I love late 90s satellite technology. Fascinating stuff. Someone who thinks as deeply about technology as you do, I can imagine that is indeed very, very interesting. Got me very excited. But I did some feng shui on my uh, kitchen, uh, Luke, if you want to it's been. It's been! Yeah. Nice and early. Uh, I rearranged my kitchen and it looks pretty swanks. What have I, you mean, done? What? I mean, about as swanks as a shoebox can look. Um, I mean, I've been to your kitchen and yeah. I'm trying to think about how to word this without seeming disrespectful. <laughs> no, but uh, I everything... could do I could do a push up now. I reckon. But isn't everything fitted? Fitted against the walls? No, no. Well, it's not now. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, okay. Crowbar out. Yeah. Moves do I throw. really need that? What a sink? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Feng shui is good. It, it, it makes you. It does. It does make you feel better. For yeah. Sure. I mean, and then I had no sleep, so it must have emotionally uh, drained you. Drained me. I think a change, on that type of stuff, a change can genuinely be as good as a rest. They say that uh, people with long-term depression, uh, one of the biggest advices, advices is um, before you leave the uh, bedroom, if indeed you leave the bedroom on, on any given day, um, is uh, tidy up your bedroom, tidy up your bed. Yeah. 
they say because it, yeah, just, it, just lo- it looks nice, doesn't it? It looks yeah. nice when you come back in the room. Yeah, I agree. Oh, with that. good. That uh, looks welcoming. I also am largely in favour of <clears throat> not having any distractions in the bedroom generally. So I, we don't have a TV in our bedroom, for example. We only my we, wife we, sleeps away a lot. We only we only have a uh, like books or whatever. That's it because because right. it's a place to sleep, and you need to train your brain subconsciously. To associate the bedroom with sleep. They, yeah, well, they, you should only you should only nap on your sofa. Apparently, you shouldn't nap in your bed. That makes sense. It does make sense. Um, but, um, I've got a projector in my yeah, bed. Have you really? A full blown projector. Have you? Oh, it's, it's, it looks good though. It's good. I can watch. I watch some Brooklyn Nine Nine or whatever they call I, it. I think we all know what you're watching. <laughs> I can't because it projects on the uh, blinds and everyone can see what I'm watching from outside. <laughs> we, sorry, let me just rephrase that. I think we all know what you're watching, but maybe not the type of what it is you're watching. Right, it's okay, just the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. broad brushstroke. Yeah, you don't want to know, to be honest. No, I don't. No. I don't. Um, I watched... Um, well, briefly we talked about post-apocalyptic uh, Luke and Pete shows. Pornography. Uh, no, yeah. Um, and what will porn look like after the apocalypse, Luke? Are you doing this already? What? Four minutes what in. What will porn look like after the apocalypse? Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. Un- unhealthy looking women and men going at it. Bits of them falling off. Lovely old job. So British pornography there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is nothing worse than British pornography. Why are we having this conversation now? They always use the word spunk and they shouldn't. Come on. Come on. Um, can, I, can I just say what I was going to say before you get into this? Which is that people I've got an are... email about the Mitford sisters, mate. <laughs> That can come. That can come later. We we'll go from Spunk to the Mitfords. That is an interesting. <laughs> That's the show title. That's the show title. Um, the um, you know when I'm when I'm when I'm doing the naming of the show and I, right. I basically skip through the audio to try and grab a nice phrase. Okay. And seriously, now um, if I hear myself speaking, I just keep skipping because right, the show okay. titles always come from you. But Sp- Spunky Mitfords. If I may, if I may say so, um, the energy in Northampton song went down exceptionally well. Right. And um, in Northampton, I've, I've pinned it. No, I didn't go down well there. I pinned the YouTube video to our Twitter page oh, at Luke and Pete Show, um, so you can look at it if you haven't already. And generally speaking, a lot of the stuff we talk about, we do tweet about as well. So do check that out, Luke uh, at Luke and Pete Show. Um, I wanted to just on my it's been very 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 quickly. Um, I wanted to say that I saw Black Panther. Oh yeah, good. It's excellent. It's I one really of those it. ones, ones where like I really want to watch it. I'm not that big on the superhero films, mm. but I, I don't think the trailer looks very good. But everyone's raving about it. I feel exactly the same as you. Re superhero movies. My wife absolutely loves them, so I go along and watch all of them really. Mm. And I would say that Black Panther would be in my top three of the ones I've seen, along with the first Guardians of the Galaxy, and what's the other one? Oh yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, is that is the good. one where um, Thor says, "Who's my friend from work?" About not the sure. Incredible Hulk. Probably yeah, I think it is. Right. It's, it's, it's the best Marvels have got those little nods to the camera, like funny like lines. Like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is very good for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But Black Panther was very good. The only thing, I mean, speaking my of favorite the trailer, is Suicide Squad. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Have not it's se- universally. I, I don't. Banned. Is that's not Marvel, is it? No, I think it's, it's DC. DC yeah. yeah. Um, the the trailer. It's still superheroes, mate. Don't yeah, have right. a go. It's all the same, isn't it? I am. Um, I am. Um, uh, on the trailer thing, Pete, I would say to you that the music on the trailer doesn't feature in the film. So I was expecting a Kendrick Lamar curated soundtrack, yeah. which I was really looking forward to, but it doesn't feature. I think they've done that thing where they have uh, music yeah. inspired by the motion picture and release it as a separate record. Uh, so what's the point in that? It then? doesn't feature on the record on the on the film Is at all. Is that probably like a price thing? It's probably a bit too pricey. Who knows? Didn't they have a $200 million budget or something? I know, Kendrick Lamar is the man. He is the man. He is the man at the moment. um, uh, Michael B. Jordan is the most handsome man in Hollywood at the moment. (laughs) There are are some absolute viewers, male-wise, in in that film. And female-wise. I I, I don't know which female actors are in there. You haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, mate. Uh, but uh, what was I going to say? I remember when Channel 4 did a a re-cutting, a re-dubbing of um, the music from Drive. 
No. That was an interesting little project. I think Wolf Alice were heavily involved. Um, right. And uh, churches, maybe, I can't remember. But, um, um, yes, and Wolf Alice uh, were involved in Transporting 2, and I was talking about this over the weekend, and how good the, the use of that Wolf Alice song can't remember the name of the song, but it was in the Transporting Two trailer. I haven't seen that when, either. When uh, I think he's fallen off the fallen off the um, top of the building, and it's really cool, but it's not used in the same way in the film, and it really annoyed me. Right, really upset me. There's a Wolf House song that I really like, and I'm struggling to remember the name of it. Um, so that's a, that's a nice story for you. <laughs> it's the one. <clears throat> whenever she does like the whispering bits or the talking bits, she always speaks in like an American accent. She's from like London. Yeah, she like, is. Get it together. Years. Get together, um, Wolf Alice. I still can't remember the name of it, so there we go. <laughs> um, I was going to say as well, Peter, before we get tucked right into the emails, shout out to, I couldn't find, I saw the tweet and couldn't find it again, so apologies to you if you're listening, you know who you are. A lovely battery update from someone who said they popped open one of their remotes and had a pair of warriors in there. Warrior! Not seen those before, have you? No. And then they um, flipped open the other remote. Guess what they had in there, Pete, for batteries? What? A pair of Fords. As in Henry Ford's As batteries. As in the actual Ford logo on it. Wow. What's that about? I didn't even know they were in the game. Chicago's gone crazy. Is it Chicago? The, 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 the city? Detroit. The big Ford Detroit. 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 Yeah. I didn't even know they were in the game, did you? <laughs> no, no. I think that must be just for like putting their kit, not their key rings, but um, what would you put? What? Where do batteries get used? In a car? Yeah. Don't know. I can't think of a single reason why you need a battery in a car. Couldn't tell you. Uh, with, you know, the obvious exception of. Uh, a hybrid, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, uh, there were some interesting tweets uh, that came in. Uh, FPL Gorilla, which I quite like on uh, on Twitter. Why do British people use chip pans? Luke couldn't even describe a deep fryer. It was so alien a concept to him. Chip pans are so dangerous that they are constantly uh, having ads about it, while everyone else uses safe and easy deep fat fries at home. It's, I mean, it's the first time I've ever been accused of not really knowing my way around a plate of chips. I'll be honest. <laughs> and also, it's called sort of- Freezy. That song. Wolf Alice, it's freezing. Freezy. I finally remembered it. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah, their, their new uh, album's good as well. They're, they're, they're a crap little outfit. The, the chip pan point is that, and I did say this, I replied to the tweet, and I did say, weren't we talking about coming back from the pub in like the mid-90s or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. So we, did, we didn't have these kind of like uh, healthy things that just kind of like nah. use like a, like a humidity kind of thing. It's like a kind of an enclosed box that you plug in and yeah. it's just puts a little bit of oil on them. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking no. about submerging a lot of really cheap, crappy Potatoes. potatoes into uh, an entire Ten vessel weeks of old bright yellow fat. oil. Yeah. Vegetable oil. Do you know, when we, Pete, when we first you started having chips with a deep fat fryer... Um, when you first had chips Yeah. I can remember um, it used to be like a, a, like a wire net yeah. in a pan, and when it was cold, it was actual fat. It used to go white and solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to heat it up. Yeah, and that's then, how we used to have chips. And also, um, if you would lift the um, the little cage out of the out of the pan, yeah, it would it, there would be little kind of cells where the um, oil had kind of collected. I think correct. Then they would pop, and it was quite pleasing to do. Oh, we should do that again. Right, your sister. Um, hot oil. Uh, Dave Nutt. Hello, Dave Nutt. Uh, I listened to the show on the way in. Luke and Pete. Now I can't stop singing Denver the Last Dinosaur and feeling more awkward than I should singing a kids' TV theme. Should we have another go? Hashtag Peter saw. Well, yeah. I've got a couple of emails with the subject, Peter saw. Really? Um, oh. Denver, the last dinosaur. He's my friend and a whole lot more. Dun, dun. I there went for a... Uh, I get it in your head again. Flat. I went for a... You know when uh, Peter... Uh, which was the um, second singer from R.E.M.? I don't know, but you didn't sound like him. You sound like <laughs> Stephen Hawking. 
<laughs> is it Mick, uh, Mick Mills? Mick Mills. He's the guitarist. Pete Mills, Dave Mills. Yeah. Peter Scott Buck. Mills. Who threatened to cut off, um, who threatened to, um, uh, to hit a um, stewardess? I think it might have been... That was Ian Brown, wasn't it? No, he threatened to cut her arms off. That's right. That's very, very specific. I'm going to cut your bloody arms mm. off. Mm. Um, Peter Brock says, Hypothesis. Sound like a snowboarding expert uh, by using football's names for tricks. Example, a superb 720 to a Wanyama there. A marvellous 360 <laughs> pog but into a Mkhitaryan flop. <laughs> Isn't that good? That's reference our Winter Olympics chat from earlier in the week. Yes, it has. Yeah. Yes, it has, um, Luke. You, you, you've gone off piece and, on tweets. Should we go no, to emails I've now? I've gone on piece, if anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even mean that. Grow up. Um, should we do emails now? Well, we can do. I wanted to talk about the Tomb Raider Barbie, but I can leave that. Go ahead. I don't know what that is. It's a Tomb Raider Barbie. Look at her. Isn't she resplendent? Yeah, Finally, nice. a Barbie nice. uh, what can climb mountains and find treasure and stuff. I mean, technically, you can make a, a real... Barbie do whatever they want because it's a right, toy, mate, isn't it? Maybe in your house, you hashtag Peter Sock. I said we weren't <laughs> going to talk about your projection, <laughs> did I? Yeah. All right, let's do some emails. Let's yeah. have some emails. Hmm, emails. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We'll both look after Luke. We'll both look after Luke. If he feels somewhere that mum and dad, we'll both look after Luke. It's emails. Stop Study Centre. What? This is the gift that keeps on giving. Why is this back again? Every single show, Ugh. I get a couple of emails about Stubbington Study Centre. The SSC. I'm going to take you there at some point. <laughs> this is a good one, though, from Steve. Okay. Yo. Check this out, Pete. What are the chances of this, right? right. Hello, both. After hearing the Stubbington Scare Night story on the way uh, into work this morning. Spooky teacher's been spooky. Yeah, vampire, part uh, math teacher, part vampire. I thought I'd tell you about the time I went there as a 10-year-old from Aldershot. Now, Aldershot, for those who aren't familiar with the area, is a horrendous town. 
in the north of Hampshire, right. uh, which we were told not to go to at uni because we'd get beaten up by army men. Army men? Yeah. I'm thinking like plastic green chaps. Yeah. No, not those. On bases. Like just a run away. Story. They can't run very fast. Like a toy story, yeah, because their feet are stuck together <laughs> with that bit of plastic. Uh, he said, while there were no manufactured scares over the course of my visit, <laughs> there was a pretty big real scare, Pete. Listen to this. Get on this. As we happened to be there on the night of the great storm of 1987. Oh, I heard. I remember that. I hope you are happy, Michael Fish, because they probably wouldn't have gone if Michael Fish had got his <laughs> forecast correct. Was that um, where he said there was? There's, there's not going to be a hurricane. But he said it in the most patronising way ever. He went, um, "Don't I, be c words." I had a, had a phone call from a lady who was uh, terribly worried. There was a hurricane incoming. Don't worry, there isn't. <laughs> That's just great. Two things there. Actually, one thing there. How can you just ring up Michael Fish? He might, maybe she, but the thing is, I, I couldn't think of the technology as to how she got in touch with him. It must have been a phone call because she's not going to write a letter because that no. takes days to get there. So I, she must have called the Met Office. I remember sort of uh, when uh, Victor Lewis Smith used to do crank calls and he, he rang That's Life mm. and he got hold of one of the main presenters of Matt's, of That's Life, one yeah. of like the, you know, the good-looking uh, gentleman who was, who was on it. It was weird. He was just in the office, clearly, answering the phones. Victor Lewis Smith still does a column for Private Eye. Yes. And I still can't, but I can't take him seriously because of that review he famously wrote about the office. Yeah, I can't take him seriously because of um, Dreadlocks. uh, Dreadlocks. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Dreadlocks. Anyway, Steve goes on to say, I distinctly remember lying awake all night listening to the lob cabin style dormitory we were in, being battered with debris, windows being blown open, etc. And in the morning, we went to the on site weather station to see what the wind speeds had been but the weather station had been completely blown away. Well, you got your answer, didn't you, mate? So exciting as a 10-year-old, that. <laughs> I mean, I bet the teachers were going, yeah, this is troubling, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this is a bit problematic. That's, Michael Fish is to blame. I'll tell you fish why. Fishman. Because you did, a, you, fish did, face. you did a Welsh accent earlier. That's Ian McCaskill. Oh, Michael right, Fish sorry. is the glasses, bald guy. No, I did a Scottish accent. Actually. Did you? Yeah. Well, he, is he, he Scottish? No. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so if he had delivered his forecast properly, because obviously this is the days before the internet and right. apps and all the rest of it, mm. maybe these kids wouldn't have gone. It sounds like there were no casualties though and they had a brilliant time. And, and Steve just finishes by saying, unrelated, um, there was a rec room at Stubbington with some fairly decent arcade machines in it, Pete. Nice. Including, he thinks, Battlezone and Dragon's Lair. I don't remember Battlezone, but I remember Dragon's Lair. Now, I don't know whether you remember Dragon's Lair, but it was a... The cartoony laser one. disc. Yes, a laser disc based video game that was unlovable to play, but I was a big fan of uh, Don Bluth's animation back in the day, so I was a big fan of that particular. It, did it not famously feature in the second series of Stranger Things? I think it might have done. Oh, they just put any... Um, there's, there's a new Netflix um, TV show called uh, Everything Sucks, which I think might be a Descendants on All album. I can't remember, but uh, it looks like... A, box-ticking 90s retro oh, mess. Just right. a mess. Watch the trailer. It's unlovable. I'm never going to watch it. People will probably love it, but <laughs> they mentioned the internet back in the day. Right. The thing is, they had a representation of what the internet was like, and they were downloading an animated GIF of the dancing baby from Ali McBeal, and they were like, I love the web. And the way that the GIF downloaded really pissed me off. Right. It's too smooth. It downloaded. The, it, the animated GIF was already going... We know that animated gifts were always interlaced, so you'd get one part of the lines and then you'd get the other lines filling in and then they would just slowly get more animation frames as you went along. Yeah. Christ, get it right, guys. I just finished my tea, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you may be completely forgot. Oh, yeah, can I, can I just finish this off from Steve? The, the gift thing aside, Pete, I don't know if Steve's to blame for that. But, no. Um, 
He says, I feel it's a blimp. He's done what you do here, where he's just basically taken it down into the trenches and ruined it by saying, um, I also remember almost being sent home after sneaking into a classroom and writing shit in three foot high letters on the blackboard <laughs> for a dare, then getting caught. Nice. Um, he says, I'm at work right now. So he, he got a job at the end. Um, no, no remote controls anywhere near me, but my mouse has a Duracell in it, which is disappointing. Thanks well, for that, Steve. The Stubbington Study Centre is the gift that keeps well, on giving. It's kind of, it sounds like very much like Carlton Camp, uh, which is somewhere that we went to, which is a similar sort of thing. I had a lot of libraries and stuff and it, you could you go um look you know you go get nettles on your legs <laughs> rub dock leaves on and then yeah. come back to the dormitories and stuff and that was a big thing our orchestra went, went away even though there was no kind of orchestra sort of thing happening uh our school went away to that sort of thing actually um the lad i went away with um with the orchestra i told you this is his coming out story at the weekend didn't I? you did yeah coming out story from hartley pole uh and he said yeah my, my actually i've said his name now i'll, I'll go back <laughs> I'll go back and bleep that. Let me just write down the time code. Right, 17 minutes in. Uh, Do you want me to wrestle this? What are you, what are you doing? Name. Are you, you okay? Coming out story, okay. Hartlepool. He said, my dad was really supportive about about coming out. So how did he present it to his dad? I don't know. I think he's, he basically said, like he said, I'm, I'm coming out. And uh, like, Hang on a minute. What? You're doing a coming, out, coming out story out. that's so good. I'm coming out and you better get this party started, dad. <laughs> how did how did come out I, I think know. I think he went into the room and went I'm coming out I want <laughs> the world to no, know but you guys first um, <laughs> he asked so he reported it as being a great coming out story my dad was really supportive yeah. but what his dad actually said was I don't care what you do son as long as you don't do it to me <laughs> don't have sex with your dad no it's not on the agenda I think for most people <laughs> is it what a, sto- what a story probably the hashtag Hartlepool probably the, for every human being the last person on earth. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, fuck your dad. No, I'm covering that base though. Yeah. His dad's like, I'm covering that base. I don't want to go unsaid. <laughs> um, positive Hartlepool coming out story. I just remembered, um, to yeah, go yeah. back to your favourite subject, um, uh, video games, a good friend of mine, I linked you to this on Facebook and I don't know if you saw it, but a good friend of mine, Jerry Ellis, he um, has he just... sounds like a um, singer or like a, a band leader. Jerry Ellis. Like yeah, 20s. I suppose he does. He could probably do that, actually. <laughs> um, he's just self-published a book called The Book of the Game of the Film. Right. Where he's done um, proper um, review, analysis, um, and great sort of cultural, <clears throat> contextual comment of on game pretty tie-ins. much every single game tie-in right. worth, worth the name. Well, they used to be completely dreadful, unspeakable. Law points, including yeah. Cliffhanger. E.T. That was a terrible game. E.T. was a stinker, yeah. yeah. I got put in landfill uh, quite famously. Anyway, I bought, I bought a copy of it. It arrived um, earlier this week, and it's very, very good. Even for someone... I, I love that. I love playing video games around that sort of time, so mm. it was perfect for me. But mm. um, for you, you'd absolutely love it, so mm. you should check it out. It's, it's, it's available. It's self-published. So What's it so called again? It's called The Book of the Game of the Film. The Book of the Game he doesn't of even the know, Film. I don't even know if he listens to this show. He doesn't know I'm saying this, but I, I, just, I just was just reminded of it. Mm. But why don't you do an email, mate? All right, then. I'll do an email. Uh, hello to Sydney. Sydney. Actually, Sydney Dean. It's Nick from, uh, it's Nick from Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying the show. I wonder if, like me, other listeners look back in the show notes of previous episodes and think, I must have missed that one, only to realise they did, in fact, listen to it. That's not a ringing endorsement. That's not is it? good, is it? No, Just no. instantly forgettable. That is not a ringing endorsement. There's some strange dream state like effect caused by your semantic gymnastics. And it is gymnastics. Mm. Uh, anyway, on the point of abandoned things that cropped up last week, it reminded me of one of my favourite internet relics the illicit Ohio uh, reporting of Mike Tyson's abandoned mansion. 
circa oh, 2008. Have you seen brilliant. these pictures? I've, I've seen it, yeah. It's Wonderful. Uh, I can't find the original article anymore, but there are some amazing flicker sets and the like still out there. I, I think, believe it's still in a state of disrepair. Yeah. God knows what those tiger cages are like nowadays. I think he only visit. I think he famously only visited, you know, boxing's, like, I'm, I'm really into boxing. And mm. I, think, I think he famously only visited the house itself um, two or three times in total. Isn't that incredible? He, he, he made and burnt through something like 200, 300 million dollars. Yeah. Um, because I think, obviously, he, was, he had this financial massive money like, thrust upon him and he has no real formal education or anything so it's very very difficult I don't think obviously he wasn't advised very well mm. and, he, and he bought that house and like I say hardly ever visited it it's an incredible photo gel to, watch, still, to look at does he still own it though don't think so right I think I think he might I think I'm going off piste here again but I think he might have been bankrupted possibly right I remember um, remember when um, uh, was it uh, who did which one it was, it was either Gaddafi or Hussein um, his son, one of his sons, died uh, in his sort of mid twenties, I think, and his and his room was left like a like a shrine to him. Okay, when the uh, when either the Iraqis or Libyans broke into the house, yeah. broke into the compound, um, there was basically you know just gold everywhere. But there was this one room where the bed was kind of encased in this glass case. It was really strange. Why? Right. Really strange, but it's sort of weird seeing. Sounds like a like, mausoleum or something. Well, it's like it's like opening up like a place that's never been seen by anyone. It's like it's like going upstairs at Graceland. No one's allowed to do it, but one no. day someone will be allowed to do it. I reckon. Yeah, and I, that person will be me. I, I <clears throat> I've not been to Graceland. You've been to Graceland, haven't you? I was going to say you've not been to uh, Adair Hussein's house. No, <laughs> I've not been to Graceland either. Though have you? You've yeah, I have. Yeah, because you got me a fridge magnet from very there. Very humble, very humble house, very small. We have a we have a quite cute I would say tradition of bringing each other fridge magnets back and I believe Adorable. I've got one from Graceland but yeah. um, speaking of the first part and of that said, email thank you very much you didn't from, from, uh, no have. I didn't I said fuck what the fuck is this <laughs> uh, um, from speaking of the first half of that email from Sydney in Nick um, <laughs> the in, Sydney in the, in the Nick yeah. he's incarcerated who if knows you, if you want some insight into how this show's made it is essentially <clears throat> let's do some shows on this day, all right, meet you there, and then we just basically—it's almost like a stream. A stream, a new stream on Earth is able to forge its own path <laughs> naturally, based on the laws of the physics and the laws of the universe, mm. nature's laws, if you like. Mm. And this show is very much like that. Um, it's just occasionally we have to rely on other people's contributions <laughs> because we're not that interesting. <laughs> I, I think that's the Speaking only way of that, we can manage. We should manage. probably get out of it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, as always, it's uh, show at lukeandpeachshow.com. No. Oh, God damn it. No, it isn't. It's hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. Yeah. You wouldn't have show Pete twice in the same email address, would you? Could we have, could we have, have we registered show at LukeandPeteHello.com? <laughs> hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. Do you want a fucking email or not? Because you ain't going to get any with that sort of attitude. <laughs> we literally live by them and live for them. And we'll be and, back and on Monday with episode 41. We didn't no even less. make a big deal of episode 40. Life begins at 40, mate. Damn right, Natural. Yeah. It's just natural. <laughs> Let's get um, out of here. Yeah, keep, keep your stuff coming in and we'll see you on Monday. All right, then. Don't care what you do, Luke, just don't do it to me.